To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Dan Mitchinson, US correspondent with us now. Hi, Dan. Oh, hi, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sighing like that because you can see what's coming at you in 2024? I feel like we could go back a couple of years on the show, basically get a couple of our crosstalks here and replay them for the next 24 months right now. It just, it's like deja vu all over again. Why did he do this, Dan? I mean, he's got the Murdoch press against him. He's got Republicans speaking out against mm-hmm. him. He's got his own daughter saying she doesn't support him behind the scenes, apparently. So why? Ego. Honest to goodness, ego. And I think uh, you mentioned Fox. Laura Ingram, who's one of their uh, talk show hosts on Fox, said, you know, if the voters figure out that you're putting your own ego or your own grudges ahead of what's good for the country, they're going to look elsewhere. And I think people are going to start to look elsewhere. I mean, this wasn't, you know, this wasn't a big secret. We knew he was going to be doing this. He's been teasing this since last year. But um, it, it puts him right out of the gate as the immediate front runner for the Republican nomination. But as we've talked about before, I mean, he has just become a diminished force in the GOP. Democrats maintain control of the Senate. The Republicans have a tiny, well, a smaller lead than expected majority in the House. And, of course, he's been impeached twice, which is why there are so many in the party that just didn't want him to make this announcement. And it might be his ego, but then I'm looking at this opinion piece in The New York Times saying he could win again. Could he? Well, he could. I mean, he's outpolled a lot of his rivals. I mean, he can still draw crowds and he can still raise money. But Ron DeSantis is uh, Florida's governor is emerging as a strong contender right now. And like you mentioned, Fox News, Rupert Murdoch has said, we're not going to back you this time. So don't come asking. And I got to tell you, this is really a smart cookie move, though, on his part. NBC was talking about this earlier today. And this is going to, I think, complicate a lot of the work of the Justice Department and prosecutors who are looking into how he handled, you know, January 6th and the whole insurrection thing and the classified documents, too. So I think that's going to be pushed to the side in a sense. And I think there's a big part of the country that's got a negative view of Trump right now, up to 55% or so. But at the same time, 50% of the country isn't a big fan of Joe Biden right now. So that puts them almost on even an even playing field. So what does DeSantis do right now that, I mean, he will have learned the, the lesson from Marco Rubio. You don't want mm-hmm. to take on Trump because Trump's going to give you a bunch of nasty names and run you down and then you're really pretty much buggered for the rest of your, your life. You can't run for president. So does he hold back now that Trump's declared? Does he hold back and wait for 2028? I would have said yes, maybe even up to a month ago. Now I would say no, because I think Trump would have taken victory that DeSantis had and he would have made it his own and he would have said, this is my successor right now. So I think he would have gone on to his coattails and he would like he would have st- he, he wouldn't have been running for president, but he would still have been this godfather of the Republican Party right now. And um, you, you know, right now he's hoping that since he's first out of the gate, you know, he can still get this early start and and he's going to be challenged. He knows by people like DeSantis and moderates and and those to the far right and maybe his former vice president who doesn't have much loyal to him now, Mike Pence now. So I think many Republicans might be a bit more forward in running now than they were just a few weeks ago. And, you know, he's he's already trying to blame others about why the Republicans had such a disappointing showing in the midterms. He didn't take the blame. He said voters just didn't appreciate the the gravity of the pain that we're in right now. And we haven't felt it yet, but we will. So right out of the gate, what I'm seeing is he's using that scare tactic. Dan, it's good to talk to you, mate, as always. Thank you so much, Dan Mitchinson, our U.S. correspondent. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.